Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Nothing. Watching game having a butt. True. True. What's up? What's up? Yo, Yo, pick up the phone. Hello? What's up? Are they really? Did you leave them here? <laughs> it's very possible. I think I left them there. Those those don't look like new glasses of mine, which no, means they, they're probably old, old glasses. No, you left them here like a year and a half ago. Oh, amazing. Wait, so now, you, so have, have your, has your eyesight adapted to my prescription? Well, I think they're fake glasses is what I've discovered. They're not fake. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, these are not fake. I do not own oh. fake glasses. Yes, you do, because these are them, and I wear them, <laughs> and it's just like nothing's going on. So I just been wearing. It's my whole strategy. Bad when you weren't paying attention. Or my, or it's like this. It's just a slight. Uh, I don't even know the word, but it helps. <laughs> I had variable my my sunglasses or my glasses were variable contacts, which are variable glasses, which means that over time they get worse and worse. To oh. to damage the enemy's eyesight <laughs> for this exact situation. Oh, so you leave these around as a as like a right. ploy, a weapon to destroy oh. my eyes slowly because I'm just trying to look cool. Yeah, pretty much. Damn you! <laughs> yeah. It worked like always. Worked. Yeah, um, <laughs> these are cool, man. I've never had them. They're pretty cool. I mean, you look you look good. I mean, they're they're the, those are subtle. Like they're just enough to where someone can be like. Man, there's something about that guy that I can't pinpoint it, but I want to fucking give him a swirly right now. I think I really want to meet that kid up in high school, but I can't figure it out. Oh, he's wearing glasses. Oh, like they're that kind of subtle. Yeah, I I think we like judge a little more than we want to give ourselves credit to, and I think people give people a little more intellectual credit when they have glasses. Like you're right. I agree that it's and so. I think it's just one of my strategies moving into 2021 is I'm trying out a couple new strategies this one. Yeah. That's a good point. People have always underestimated my intelligence because of my amazing eyesight. That's right. It's counterintuitive. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Maybe I'll get some blue light glasses. The fake oh. But anyway, um, so this is Did You Reddit, a weekly podcast about the internet by way of Reddit, the front page of the internet. My name is It's Your Dad. I'm Doug Bobs. Ah, uh, Friday. Dr. Massaggio. Dr. Massaggio, dude. Oh, Dr. Massaggio. I was like, Dr. Massaggio. What does the D and the R stand for? I, you know, I was going for like a new thing. It's my thing. Love it. Thought right. it was hilarious. Probably your um, last name or uh, like your masseuse rapper. It feels like a last name. But the creepiest last name ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, my name is uh, Chet Massaggio. <laughs> so glad you came to me for your breast reduction. <laughs> I'm Massaggio. That's a terrible. I like I like the character. He's like, uh, yeah, he's a he's a bre- he's a doctor who reduces women's breast sizes, but he's really sad. To, he's really sad to see them go, and he spends too too, too much time like thinking about it before he has to cut them off. Yeah, you end up like having like eight appointments where he tries to convince you to go bigger, <laughs> and you're just like, I came here for a reduction, Doctor Massage. <laughs> 
forget it. <laughs> we forget just it. forget it. Me Anybody who says forget it at the <laughs> end of something, like that's <laughs> one of the greatest, the greatest things. Uh, I love um, it. Amazing. Um, so today we're going to talk about, so this is, we, we've done a couple like, I wouldn't call them heavy hitter, but we've done a couple like slam dunk episodes mm-hmm. lately. Obviously, last week was the introduction of me into the celebrity sphere of Reddit, um, which was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, Has anybody reached out to you personally to from that? And like, like you mean like for the, like an agent? Yeah, yeah, like an agent or like you know groupies or you know just like hot chicks, anything cool like that. Hoda. Yeah, Kathy. Not, not yet, not yet. But um, but you know, there's still there's still time. Um. <laughs> And I, and I started, I started, uh, because I, you know, because I'm now, I'm now like absolutely smitten by and, and totally, uh, addicted to, uh, karma. Yes. I, I now I'm back on my roasting train. Oh, I'm going to start, start roasting the, the high schoolers again and try to get that, get that number up, you know? Just remember it's COVID now. They're a little more sensitive these days. Well, hopefully that gives me more karma then. <laughs> that works. <laughs> cool love it gotta love it i agree i do agree with that um and just you know like as far as today's show is concerned i'm really digging the third hour with uh, jenna and hoda i think that's actually the best hour (laughs) there's a third hour now really oh the best hour you mean yeah of course third hour so wait, explain this. Go in, go into detail while I put up a new background that I don't know if people will be able to see. I'm going to put up a new background for our. our well, I don't, I'm not a Today Show guy. I was. Uh, some people are Today Show people, right? Dog boobs, like it's um, a thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. I, I just didn't think. I don't know, uh, Dad. I don't know if you're like in this world. I just assume maybe. I don't know a ton about it. I'm still typing. I I don't know either, but like people have it on as like a morning ritual during the week. Uh, the first hour is like trying to be hard news, really. Right. It's like yeah. trying to be real news. But by the third hour, it's like 10 a.m. And like anybody who's legitimate and has gone to work by now, like doesn't care about what we're about to talk about. And it's like yeah. four tips to make your toenails, make your man go crazy. And it's like a lot of those kinds of stories. And that's really the fun stuff. Like that's like the lighthearted goofball. Like, hey, we don't care. We have some wine this morning. It's it's like the best part of that. I found a list of some of the topics that they talk about in the third hour. Ah, here we go. Um, yeah. it's 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 kind of like light and uplifting. I'd say. Yeah. It's good stuff. Caterina Montanos is the owner of Olive Oil Company Costarina. And Kaylin Johnson Chandler is the owner of Personalized Stationery Company Effie's Paper Site. <laughs> So we'll be going over those today. I like that. Um, yeah, there's a segment on out, paper. Yeah. You can find out more about Reader's Digest, nicest place in your state. And if you're mm-hmm. curious about supplemental learning, you can learn more about how to tutor your own children. Today <laughs> on the third hour of Hoda yeah. and Jenna. Uh, Hoda and Jenna just have it. And Jenna oh. is the granddaughter of George Bush. Jenna's the... H Dub, daughter. Yeah, isn't it? It's just kind of bizarre to me that weird. It's it's weird, and she's isn't one of the isn't Cheney? Which what's the one on uh, Megan McCain? That's her name. The one that's on the View. You mean Tim Dillon? Everybody's like this stupid idiot. Like whenever she says anything. Yeah, she's pretty Um, stupid. Uh, Jenna's pretty. I remember Jenna. Jenna was. She's not. The brightest one of the twins right because there was barbara and jenna and they were the twins and barbara went to like right. yale and jenna right. went to 
So it's like Ohio, Ohio State. Like Texas no. A&M or like yeah, yeah, like tech, yeah. Ones. You can get into an Ivy League. But um, she was a party girl. So I like that she's on the third hour of today. I think that's she, seem, she seems great. Yeah. Like she, she seems like a real regular nice gal. I don't totally. know. So, Je- Jenna and Hogan show. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah come on, bro. Yeah, get oh, with the yeah. program. Last time, oh, we yeah. went, last time we went down the gap wormhole, and today we're talking about yeah. Jenna and Hoda. We're a couple of shills, dude. Who do we sell out to advertising agencies right. and big corporations? I know. No, we're, 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 we are three of the people. Love oh, it. look at this beautiful. Is it, that's a nice photo. God, I love look at that. A couple of goofs, huh? Hoda has a great time. Just a couple of gals. A couple of gals having a little shard in the morning. <laughs> so and shard in the morning. Breakfast shard. Breakfast shard. Breakfast shard from time to time. I think it's something you can do whenever, you know, in the morning like this. Yeah. But anyway, um, this is what we're actually going to be talking about, kind of. Um, this is this is uh, this is Lily from the AT&T commercials, who I know as soon as we decided we were going to talk about commercials I hate, which is the topic today, um, which is do- a dog boob original. Yeah. Um, all I can think about is is my, like, undying affection for Lily from the AT&T commercials. Oh, my God. Like, every time an AT&T commercial comes on, I'm like, huh. You're like, that's, Lily. that's the girl. Are you kind of in love with her? You have like a little bit of a crush on her. She's oh, she, she's she's pretty. Yeah, she's like, she's, yeah, she's like she's she's pretty, but not she's not too pretty. You know what I mean? Like she's uh, yeah, the she right amount of pretty. You can play it down. I agree with that. I agree with that. And and I I think there's probably some not safe for works coming on this because just knowing oh, the way the porn? internet works. Oh, no, she nice. doesn't do porn, but just just knowing how the internet works, I know that there's a whole porn. What? Huh? Well, when I was when I was searching her name, I was searching her actual name, which is like Milana Valian Rub or something. <laughs> the the auto population that came up was Milana Milana Valia Rub's feet. Oh. <laughs> so oh. so yes. I'm like, I'm on to you, internet. I know <laughs> I know what you're trying to do here. You know what um, she looks like? She looks like the kind of girl in a movie who is like branded very ugly and then they take her glasses off and she's actually pretty hot. You know, like you're absolutely right. She, yeah. She, it's like she was pretty hot the whole time, but like yeah. you know, she but just the glasses comp- you like not notice at all what she looked like and then suddenly they're off and you're like, whoa. That's what I'm right. going for for these glasses. Yeah. So like one day I'm gonna probably take them off later this afternoon and everyone's gonna be like, you're so hot. Yeah. People will be like, That's what a true. knockout. Dear massage. <laughs> Jeff Masaggio, Jill Hunk. Wow, that guy. We had him fingered all wrong. We've been fingering him all wrong. <laughs> We've been fingering him all wrong. All right. Well, before we before we talk uh, about um, Lily from the AT and T commercials and commercials that we don't like, um, let's talk a little bit about the front page. I know we haven't really done. We didn't do a front page review last time, just because we had to get hot and heavy straight in to change my view since there's a big the big dipper um but today i think there's probably some goods we can discuss yes um so this is my number one right now submitted nine hours ago um this is hot news this is hot breaking news from the conspiracy sub nazi gold how about this i'm gonna pull up my screen uh nazi gold Stored in Merker's salt mine. Where did it go after 1945 once the U.S. Army discovered it? Great question. Yeah, they stole it. 
Oh, dude, George Soros and his uh, and his Jewish <laughs> conspiracy gang, they fucking got yeah. it, and that's how they took over the world. God, you've been usually, talking about Usually how the conspiracy sub goes, to be honest. Uh, wait, where is that mine? Uh, so we're looking at, for, for, the, for just the listeners out there, we're looking yeah. at a photograph of a, a pretty pretty big size cave. I don't know, it looks like hundreds of yeah. yards. You know what? And it's wall-to-wall bags. Assuming that that picture you may have seen, listeners, of like all those clay Chinese soldier statues in the past that right. were covered in the you know, but it's so, yeah. it looks like piles of gold covered by tarps or something. Right. So huh. the top the top comment right now, <clears throat> SS. The gold at Merkers was just, was discovered when the U.S. Army took Merkers in 1945 during World War II. Two French women had reported that the Kaiseroda salt mine uh, had gold stored in, by Germans, which was how the U.S. Army first discovered it. According to the National Archives, the mine contained gold bullion, gold Reichmark, British gold pounds, French gold franc, American gold pieces, gold and silver coins, additional cur- uh, additional foreign currency, silver bars, platinum bars, artwork, and more. So the question is, where did it all go? My crackpot guess is a story of Nazi gold and Operation Papal- Paperclip go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Whoa, Operation Paperclip. What is that? Do you guys know what Operation Paperclip I is? I sure do. That's when the United States, when the CIA, which was the uh, British special secret forces or something. Right. when they they uh, after world war ii they smuggled all of the high-ranking nazi officials into the united states uh gave them assumed names right. and then gave them jobs and then they lived among us in america and some might i mean they probably just died out right just like, out of age but through right. the 50s 60s and 70s you had legit like nazi like monsters that wow. were, were like your next door neighbor living right. as chip massaggio um, right and that's chip that's massaggio, a whole AKA dr dr uh goebbels yeah and, and a lot of it was was for science and sort of research purposes like right. like the nazis are the guys who started nasa and and that's kind of the reason we got to the moon in the sixties was because of those scientists. So it's like yeah. it's kind of crazy. They Russia and the United States hand hand plucked uh, the scientists yeah. and sort of used them to start to develop new weaponry. Is that what Operation Paperclip is? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. like the smuggling process of of like hiding them in America and under assumed names. That second this comment what I, doesn't explain where it might have gone. I, I love I love how the conspiracy sub. Part of the reason I actually like reading this is because this is like a pretty normal post. Like this is like there's nothing crazy about it. This is not like a fanciful lie. And right. someone goes, "Is it related to a conspiracy?" Right? And then, you know, the people are like, "The link the link you have, the link you provided seems to give a fitting but maybe not a completely satisfying answer." During the summer of 1945, allied currency found at Merkers and elsewhere by the Americans were returned to various countries mm. and the process of re uh Restituting the art, rest, restituting the artworks found at Merkers and elsewhere in the former German Reich began. The gold found at Merkers was in early 1946 turned over to the Inner Allied Reparation Agency and eventually turned over to the Tripartite Commission uh, for the restitution of monetary gold for distribution to countries whose central bank gold has been stolen by the Nazis. 
The TGC began the process of getting gold returned to most countries as quickly as possible. However, Cold War factors resulted in some of the gold being restituted uh, or not being restituted until 1996. And then uh, a little bit below or mm-hmm. below it. So it's like it's in New York at the Federal Bank and Liberty Street, at least a portion of the U.S. kept, yada, yada. And then someone's like, so no conspiracy, as is becoming increasingly common on this sub. So people are just like boring. Lame. Yeah. yeah. Like potentially, <laughs> potentially definitive answers. Yeah. Don't Get want it. Get out of here. This is not yeah. what this sub's about. So that I think that's so I think that's actually kind of hilarious that this is this is what the sub this sub has become like one of the most contentious subs on Reddit. Yeah. And, and every time I read a sub or every time I read a post on conspiracy, there's somebody complaining that they're just like ever since the Trump people took over or like this isn't a conspiracy. Like you know, there's there's it's it's uh it's pretty funny. Pretty odd. It's so funny. I love yeah. that. Honestly, yeah. keep it real, you know. I know. I'm. I'm all about. I'm all about the uh, the conspiracy that's not actually a conspiracy. Me too. Um, what else? What else we got going on I'm on your guys' sharing, uh, front pages? I'm sharing a tab that I found on the front front page that I thought was pretty interesting, and I'd never heard about it. It's this thing called Dead Man's Island in uh, the UK. Oh and yeah. Cool. In 2016, all of these like 200 human remains, like gooey bones and skeletons and stuff started floating to the surface of this like muddy muddy island Mm -hmm. and basically like a muddy island that's completely uninhabited um it's owned by like some organization and leased to two people and it's closed to the public but basically it's it's all the bodies of these like young men and boys who were being carried on a ship, like a jail ship that had been um, like just completely ravaged by a contagious disease. So like they were buried on this Island after they all died. And it was like, well, shit, where do we put all these prisoners? We'll bury them on this abandoned mud Island. And then 16, like the way the waters have been like rising and all this shit. The bodies started to come up. Well, right around Halloween too. Right, like come look on. how nasty. Wow. So these are yeah. So these are the the corpses of men, but they're not totally. They're not totally, uh, I guess, dissolved. Right. It looks like you know how bog men, like bog yeah. bodies, can like come yep. up and they still have flesh on them, even though they're thousands totally. of years old. I wonder mm. if it's something about like being encased in mud that a lot, like some of the stuff's still intact. That's well, how come I mean, yeah, mud baths, you know, that's, that's why it's good for your skin is to preserve. It's a preservative. It's like sitting in a big bu- tub of peanut butter. Yeah, exactly. It's probably really good for you. Hey, let I mean, me ask also, you this. Was there a year on that? A year on when the. Yeah. Did that go down in 1980s or something? Or was it the 1580s? You know what I mean? Actually. Because that, uh, if this all happened a couple of years ago, that's weird. Yeah. Good question. No, no. It looks like it was back in 1791. Whoa. Oh, wow. But that's even weirder in terms of like the, the flesh. Yeah. The bones are still blood red and shit. I know. And it's probably, yeah. A lot of comments are talking about how the teeth are still like completely perfect. And someone's like, God damn it. Like, 
I like don't brush my teeth for a week and I like go to the dentist and have 10 cavities. And these guys have been sitting in the mud for 300 years and they look great. So I don't said high fructose corn syrup. You know what I mean? (laughs) They look great. So this is apparently what these boats were. They were called prison hulks. They were just packed to the gills with prisoners, young prisoners. So no wonder they all got sick and died. They were probably gross. What a crazy thing to be, to be like, have committed some heinous crime. And then someone puts you in a fucking boat and sends you to Australia. Yeah. Right. And some, it looks like some of them are prisoners of war. Mm. Like, so it's a lot of people that didn't even do anything bad. They were just fighting for their country and lost. Mm. Yikes. Anyway, um, life was harder. I think back then a little harder. Everyone's feet were wet all the time. Did you know? Yeah, man. Trench foot's no fucking joke, man. Like that, that trench foot is pretty bad malady. It's my third, Um, third biggest fear, you know, trench foot. What are the first two? Uh, What are the other two? Mm, Getting pickpocketed. Number one, (laughs) number two, tripping and falling and losing all of my teeth. Ooh, and I'll even say number four, having one of you guys play me your new solo song on a guitar one on one. Those those are the things. <laughs> Keep me up at night. They're all pretty valid. Hey, even know I could play an instrument. What? What's that? What if I did it and you didn't even know I could play an instrument, you wouldn't I, even I, be like a little like excited about that. Okay, I think you actually be good, and I think you could pull it off. And I would have to just enjoy it. It, it would make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I think you'd be good. But if you were not so good, what do you do in that situation? Yeah. Just I kick mean, the person in the head and run, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you have to kick them in the head. <laughs> Get the Can you off. play an instrument, dog? No. When I was in elementary school and middle school, <laughs> I tried a series of instruments. I tried the cello, the violin, the viola. <laughs> I tried the trumpet, and I tried the clarinet, and I quit each one of those things after about a month because I didn't like practicing. Yeah, it's a practice sport, right? Yeah. It's a practice sport. You also chose like very hard instruments. Like learning how to play a cello is not fucking easy, Ooh. Doug. When you're in elementary school, you're like this big and you're trying to like <laughs> Yeah. It's like trying to learn to dunk before you know how to dribble, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, anyway, good sports reference that dog definitely got there. You know For I mean? sure. <laughs> exactly. So here's another one that I thought was very compelling. This is, you know, this is a certified banger on Reddit. Oh. Uh, Ask Reddit, obviously. Ask Reddit is kind of the place. Uh, turns out 2021 is just as bizarre and unprecedented as 2020, except all good things that are keep happening. What are they? Um, so interesting thought experiment. So this year has been fucking horrifying and unprecedented and all that shit but it's all been pure carnage and disaster. If the same happened, uh, but it was all good things, what are some of those good things? Uh, So the top comment, which has a a pretty healthy 15,000 points, Mm. very jealous, uh, guy in his basement develops a cure for cancer and gives it away for free. Which, you know, uh, that would be cool. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, that's so this guy uh, comes up with a cure for cancer. He finds out that it's like, you know, I would actually argue, though, that that would be bad because what would end up happening is he would find a cure for cancer. He wouldn't be able to do any clinical trials because he discovered it in his basement. 
right? He would be he would get approached by all these brands and all these pharmaceutical companies that would shut him down. There'd be some crazy PR campaign that would be against him. They try to assassinate and, him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they'd be they, people would be he'd be giving it away for free, um, but he would be he would like every nobody would take it because they'd be like, I'm not going to put that fucking fluoride toothpaste into my into my my like mm. veins, you know. And yeah. I think that would just be like a continuation of what we're seeing now, which is like maybe he discovers something, but it ends in tragedy. So the, the top comment, so the guy who figured out insulin tried to give that shit away for free and look what happened. And then this is what this is what the comment is. The discovery of insulin, Frederick Banting sold his patent to the University of Toronto for $1 because he thought it would save many lives. But the pharmaceutical companies made some minor changes and then patented that. That's why they can sell it for exorbitant prices. Banting and his colleagues would be spinning in their graves today, um, but he did win a he did win a Nobel Peace Prize, which is tight. Um, that's so right. that's fun. That's People a good. Uh, it would have been fun, but the the uh, pharmaceutical companies would have found a way to fuck us anyway. Right. Exactly. It turns out. So it seems like the top two are cancer related so it turns out cancer is your body trying to heal itself researchers figure out a way to get all cancers to act to instead act as a healing factor um that's kind of cool which kind of makes sense i mean you know that that is technically what's i mean it's kind of an astute observation by that person because that's kind of what is happening with cancer i mean yeah. cancer is like a cell mutation and then we go ah fix it and then it fucks everything up but if we just go cell mutation but do it there instead of there then maybe it would fix some shit right um I find a job that makes me happy and does pay me enough to stay, be alive. And I will either learn to be happy alone or find someone to love. That is depressing. Um, <laughs> that's that's sad because like growing up, that's something we were all like, well, duh. Yeah, honestly, that. it's required. Everybody does that. Everybody gets Whoa. those. Um, have, you, have you guys seen uh, the new Charlie Kaufman film, by the way? Oh, yeah. what is it called? Um, I'm thinking about ending things. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, oh, that's right. It's, he's it's definitely uh, a guy who's going to probably kill himself, right? I hope not. I mean, I, I think he's just going to continue to write stories about killing himself for the rest. All of, of his movies have been about that. You're like, okay, buddy, like, pretty fucking dude, dark. Yeah. Um, don't just. <laughs> yeah. So that he's that great. comment is like almost the plot line of the film, uh, um, which is <laughs> it's tough. Um, Someone invents a cure for cancer because, you know, fuck cancer. Yada, yada, we get it. Everybody just fucking wants cancer to be over. Whatever. Um, mental illness is cured. Uh, that's not going to happen. Um, Can you so, imagine? sorry about that. Uh, three. So, here's an interesting one. Three-state solution in the Middle East out of nowhere. Maybe. Wow. Okay. Maybe. I mean, <clears throat> that could be interesting. So five yeah. state solution at best three to live in harmony and the other two to continue fighting each other. Cool. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Whatever. The all meteor right. that hits earth is an mm -hmm. alien spaceship and they set up an alien internet so we can all learn all their science. Hey, that's <laughs> and the edit, the edit is apparently this is a plot of a lot of movies and shows. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I love when people throw on the end shit on the end of something. Uh, <laughs> get on shit and stuff. Oh man, aliens! Um, I mean, you know what's fucking crazy is that the Pentagon and, and, and aliens—they're all real this year too. Like everyone totally. came out this year and said, "Yeah, we don't know what those UFOs are. Uh, they're they're fucking aliens. They're aliens." And everyone's like, "Whatever." 
Yeah, I don't know. Quiet. We're busy dealing with some other things. We've we've spent since since the fifties, that sixty seventy years making movies about what if aliens come and they're fucking here and everyone's like whatever. Nobody gives a shit. What's going on? Nobody nobody gives a shit because they're like what did one of you guys bring up the alien dogs thing last week? Oh, alien dog. Oh, alien golden retrievers. Don't get me started. Somebody, somebody brought this up to me in conversation, I think. And I was yeah. like, it blew my fucking mind. And I, I don't remember if it was, it was on this pod or something. Else, but it was, somebody was just like, they had kind of said it. They're like, aliens already here. Think about dogs. And we were, just, I was just like, what are you talking about? And they were like, dogs, they're all, have you ever seen a dog in the wild? Have you ever seen a Shih Tzu in the wild? <laughs> have you ever seen like, have you ever heard the story of like a fucking Dalmatian in the wild? Like, where do these things come from? They just they just exist. We have all these breeds of all these dogs that have only exclusively been domesticated for our use. Does anybody know where these fucking things came from? And I was just like, it's a good point. Whoa. Yeah, that, is a, that is a brain tickler right there. Yeah. Holy sheesh. You imagine. Wow. I mean, oh yeah, because we know we know where like like Trevor. Yeah. Is not a dog that exists ever in the wild. That never yeah. happened. Right? I'm going to grab and, him and just show him real quick. You and know what's interesting too? Yeah, I was going to say about Trevor because these dogs show up, Trevor. He's like, oh shit, I'm not going to make it here without a dog boobs wiping my butt and feeding me. Right. And so they're smart enough to nestle up to people that can take care of them. Uh, well, evidently also dogs oh, are. The, oh, look at that. Look at that man. Um, look at Trevor, dude. He looks okay, a lot. That is, like a that's orca not whale. a wild animal. No. He, no, this creature doesn't exist in the wild. He, so, no. and that's the thing is, like, we think of aliens. We we want. I mean, we do the same thing with God or whatever, right? Like, we go, oh yeah, aliens are scary things that can do harm and whatever. And like, I mean, maybe we're just the fucking top dogs, and we are idiots, and it's all disappointing. Yeah. Like, maybe that's just the reality. Right. Maybe 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 the fact is. That unfortunately, people are the highest order, and we have to figure our own shit out. Because that's the other thing with aliens too. I think that people people think about aliens and they think about them as like some something that can come down and start mangling us, which yeah. like almost is like a little bit of like the adult babies mentality, mm-hmm. where you kind of go, "Hell yeah, I would love somebody that can like take care of me or like fuck me up if they need to." Like <laughs> takes a lot of responsibility off my shoulders, you know. Yeah. But if we're the highest order in the universe, then we go, shit. You mean we have to solve all this stuff? Oh, God. That's That's a a lot of work. That's like, oh, my God. If this rests on our shoulders, we're truly fucked. Totally. And I think so. You know, dogs might be the aliens that have always been here. And Mm. we we look at them. We go, wow, they're lovely. We love them. Oh, wait. Those are the aliens? Oh, shit. That's disappointing. Right? What if would have been on forever and then we landed here and then just like have this transplanted idea of how we evolved but we're the ones who had like the greater technology to land on dog planet are you saying that we're the aliens bro yeah man. Whoa. Whoa, dude. look in the mirror dude, pass, you're pass an alien push, dude. what if we're the aliens i um i think nice. the aliens that are here are us from a future version of us traveling in a wormhole, uh, coming back in time to send us a message. 
And that's it. That's what it's got to be, right? I mean, I or the or it's golden retrievers. I don't. Know. It's I one of the two. I have a theory about alternate universes. So Ooh. I think that we are in. You like we all remember the Berenstain situation right. from a few years back. So I think right. like there are infinite universes. We found out we were in a bad one when we found out about the Berenstains. We were like, that was the first proof we, we got into a bad universe because we should mm. be in a Berenstain universe. So we're in a Berenstain universe. And when we heard about that a few years ago, that should have been our first hint that shit was going to go awry. And it has. Am I right? So no, I think it's been great. I think that it splinters at weird moments. And I think Berenstain was one of them. And I think that we could have gone Berenstain or Berenstain. And we oh. went Berenstain. And we so as chose the people the chose Berenstain. Path. I don't think mm. Trump's president in Berenstain. Who do you think would be the president in Berenstain? David Attenborough. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, Possible. Maybe. His I think new... LeBron James is going to be president someday, by the way. I've decided that. Yeah. He, I, I, think, I think he's going to do it. I, I, I hate to say this, but he is he he bugs me for some reason. Like oh, not, his, not his fuck. not his skill David level. Edinburgh? No, oh, LeBron James. LeBron James. Competition now. I can't have you defaming <laughs> LeBron James. On How do you podcast. support that guy who just shit all over your city? He comes and wins a couple of titles. He probably has a few guy like, about what kids, and he just <laughs> takes off. Like, what's up with that? And he goes to LA. <laughs> a lot of good deeds. There's in Brentwood. He's got two houses in Brentwood. I mean, what the, come on. You're, you're, you are a clowning, and I can't you're stand clowning. it. Hey, Boom King. The Boom King. This is the first time I caught you guys live. Just saying some love for Maryland. Sending love back to Maryland. Hey, Boom Hope King. Hope you and yours are well. Ah, the Boom happy, King. Happy holidays to you and yours. Holiday being Halloween, because we're not quite to the regular holiday yet. Right. Um, thanks for that? listening and tuning in. I love it. Love it too. Anyway, so here's another one that I thought was really good on the, on, so this is the first couple were like cancer, yada, yada, like aliens. It seems like everybody wants aliens now. So we're going to will them into existence, but this one goes month by month. So uh, January vaccine comes, it's free and has no side effects. I think that's actually possible. I've got a feeling in my bones right now. That is that, well, other than sciatica, my back has been really hurting lately. So other than that, the feeling in my bones is that we are like, we've been going like this on the whole fucking Corona trajectory. And we're like on the down right now. Yeah. We're like starting to fucking go. Okay. So okay. got a feeling in my guts. Um, mm. So vaccine comes, it's free and has no side effects. Love February it. movies that was supposed movies that were supposed to be released in 2020 all come out and the theaters are full of masterpieces. Great. It could Realistic. be the greatest, greatest year for film next yeah, year. Uh, March. Up-and-coming artists and authors uh, have spent the lockdown sitting down to write and create. We're starting to see the results of that. Oh, that's very optimistic. Uh, I like that. Nope. April. Lou Bega releases Mambo Number 6. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's all that people can uh, think about this month. Lou Bega. Um, May. Turns out climate change was a hoax. The climate just had a rough century and has learned to chill out more. <laughs> That'd be fucking nice. Usually great. And now uh, they're going to get super duper cold? Uh, maybe. Uh, an alien escapes Area 51. Turns out he's a nice dude and guests all the late night shows. All the inevitable Joe Rogan appearances. They both do DMT and learn so much about each other. 
Um, I love it. That'd be tight. Uh, July. Be cool. No one knows why or how it happened, but suddenly money just isn't an issue anymore. <laughs> wow. This is a... Oh, this is a utopia. This um, is doing wonders for my mental health, just reading this. I know. No, I love that no one knows why or how it happened. But <laughs> money just doesn't isn't an issue anymore. Um, August. The whole alien thing from June has started to affect how we view each other on the planet. We're seeing a drastic and long-lasting decline in terrorism and crime. After two months? Uh, after only two months. September. God blessed us all. He like what we've done with the Boom King today. We've blessed you. Um, mm. October through November, finally some normal and mundane events. So you get a parking ticket, I you get called that. to jury duty, you get a letter in the mail that says your DMV, you know, registration's coming to a close, and you got to go back to the DMV. So you take a day off of work, and then you use a vacation day, and then you know you get sick, and people go, "Oh, is it the coronavirus?" You know, I got the vaccine, so it's like, "Oh, I must have the cold." Yeah. So you like, you know, watch Friends, yeah. right? That kind of stuff. Um, and oh, then dang. December, Home Alone remake with the original cast. All I want for Christmas is eradicated. Oh, oof. Oh, beautiful. Uh, That's a hell you of get a, a memorable year. present. And you made everyone truly happy with the ones you gave. Oh. <clears throat> Edit. Not to, not, to, not to be that thank you for the awards guy, but I just can't keep my cool. I'm so Love grateful it. and glad to see all the positive comments. I don't have any psychic abilities, but I'm sure they will. this will come true. Uh, I'm just happy to share. Sorry to all I offended regarding the All I Want for Christmas song. That's just how it seems to be. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's just how it seems to be. Uh, I like that strategy on everyone. Uh, extreme optimism and positivity. Like You'll probably catch a little bit of shit, but ultimately people... It sounds like like, most people are like, yeah, yeah, man. Good. Keep it up. Keep keep us going. Yeah. And Mm. it's like something we can all get behind when it's like, wouldn't it be great if it was a hoax? Global warming. Mm. We aren't really going to all die. (laughs) Uh, Did you watch David Attenborough's new documentary on Netflix? No. What is it? Uh, Is that that the small, big, big rock one? No. What's it called? Yeah. I know. That's that's the Will Smith joint. That one's dope. That's right. Uh, This... That's a big Willie style. That's different. He's like, yo, man, rocks. What up with them? Crazy. And this one's David Attenborough. It's like a, it's like a retrospective of his career. And uh, Whoa. it's, it's re- it's good, sweet and depressing because he's, he's been, he's like, when I started going into the jungle in the 1950s, there were animals everywhere. And now he's like, and now there aren't. It's like that basically, <laughs> but it's good. Yeah. Hey, you know what the hell's going on? I, I, you guys, you guys, uh, voters, you don't look like voters. You look like coming some of these. Fucking I, vote. voters. I don't vote. You don't vote. Since Jill Stein exited the race, I was like, this election. I'm out. Me. <laughs> you know. Democracy, poo poo on it. Right. Um, um, no, I interesting, voted. Interesting. Yeah, me, me as well. I have a mail in ballot, uh, filled is it out the other day, went through my propositions. Right. Um, I will but, say this is the first. This is the first voting I've done where I've actually filled out every single proposition. I read up on all of them. I did every single one of them. Dude, well oh, done. Cool. I know. Um, I'm. Uh, we don't have to talk about propositions on this podcast because we're not a couple of political wonks. <laughs> but um, I don't know if you guys noticed for president, there was a guy named Kanye West running for vice president in California, I <laughs> and I was so confused, and I had to like stop and 
double check everything and look and go like, is, am I reading this incorrectly? And so do you know, do you know what happened in the story behind that? I mean, no, no I, I, I can't wait to hear it though, because I was wondering that too. And immediately I was like, you fucking monster. You're not even running for press. You're just trying to distract votes from Supreme heads. And so you Kanye, be the president. so I'll just, I'll read this article. So the U S presidential campaign for Kanye West has reacted right. angrily to the entertainer's name being listed only in California as a vice presidential candidate without his permission. So uh, he was named by the American Independent Party, the AIP, as a VP candidate only in California. He was just named without his permission. This is wow, bizarre, kind of right? Crazy. And so that's bizarre. On the top of the ticket, they put this guy who's a businessman named Rocky De La Fuente. If you look him up, he just looks like a straight-up mobster, Rocky De La Fuente. Hmm. Cool. And so he did not know, according to him, that Kanye was going to be his running partner. And they didn't tell Kanye that he was going to be Rocky De La Fuente's partner. And what? so everyone in California is filling in the ballots going, I don't understand this. Look at this fucking mook, dude. Look at oh this guy. God, this guy, dude. Oh, dude, this guy definitely rubs grease on his nips. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Look at that! Oh, look at the De La Fuente family. My Rocky god. De La Fuente. That guy grabs Tate. That guy is. That is. If that's not Chet, I don't know who is. Look at that! I mean, it's a handsome family. I like the brother on the right. Uh, he definitely lifts. That is alternate uh, universe Don Jr. and Eric. Wow, that is. You are absolutely right. That is a crazy looking family, to be honest. Yeah. Which one's the mom? I can't tell. Is it the I one on the bottom tell. left there? Wow, that is you just you just got yourself uh you just got yourself a new girlfriend with that kind of compliment. Which <laughs> one's the mom? I can't even tell. Is that is that your sister? All sisters. Notice the fat uh, the fat kid's one finger on the mom's shoulder. It's a little it's a little uh it looks like he's signaling something this is a good this is a if you want you want more wonderful podcast audio content like this yeah where so, we just talk about photos we find online um we'll so, post so then on our, uh, our subreddit yeah so a, then kanye Fuente family yeah i mean i'm i'm now you know i went into this conversation about 30 seconds ago hating the del fontes no i love them they're great <laughs> i um, look great so in a statement west west's campaign which is funny because he, ha he has one says that uh, when the AIP listed him on it, it was deceitful, and he insisted that he's a president. He's still a president for his party, which is called the Birthday Party, which is fucking awesome, by the way. I love that. Um, Wait, that's 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 the name of his. Party. He's running under the party, the Birthday Party. It fucking rules. Oh, God damn it. it! And I was sort of annoyed. I was like, man, that's that's a hell of a joke, and uh, funny. Kind of starting to like him. Um, oh, man, and that so sucks. that's great. So he says, "I'm I'm campaigning to be the next president of our our great country, not the president or the not the vice president," and uh, and so he's asking Californians to vote for him for president in write in in the write in ballot. <laughs> That's what's happening in California. For is that crazy? How any of that happened? That's real oh, shit. God. What a shit I mean, show! What a shit no show! Right? Jesus Christ! How so I vote. I wrote in and voted for him. I wish him the best. Hey, wish him all the best. I mean, I don't know. Who do I have to get a hold of to get my ballot back so I can vote for uh, the whole? I'm, I'm trying to vote for the whole De La Fuente family. Yeah, I think you have There's to email Gavin Newsom. <laughs> email, <laughs> I just email just gavin.newsome at gmail.com. Yeah. At ca.gov. 
gmail.ca.gov. What seems to happen, I think it's actually interesting, the the independent party, uh, the AIP, sort of just seized on Kanye West's popularity and just used his name as a vice president to to basically strum up, it was like a marketing ploy to get people to like, like, what, huh? And it's like a suable offense, right? I would think, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, but he wasn't otherwise on the ballot as president in California, which means I guess he didn't like qualify or something. Uh, I don't know how it works, but really weird. I don't know. It was really weird to me. And and I haven't heard many people talk about it, but it it doesn't seem like a good look for California. No, it doesn't. Well, hopefully it doesn't fucking matter. And, uh, I don't think it's, I don't think it's my guy, my guy, our great great grandfather Joe Biden. <laughs> at this point, um, he's no president. longer Grandpa Joe. He's like, like fourth generation American Grandpa Joe. Um, but uh, hopefully, we don't have to fucking worry about it. And this goddamn nightmare can end. That's all I want. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. You know, <laughs> and, and if, if for some reason maybe there's a chance somebody else gets voted in, maybe it is a. Maybe it is the Rocky Fuente ticket that I've always wanted. Yeah. But I just want this goddamn nightmare to end. Yeah. So I think I think we gotta put an age cap on on running for politics. Sixty five. You, oh, you, yeah. you retire oh, at sixty five. Yeah. Why I don't know why anybody should be doing anything over sixty five other than gardening or raising bees, dude. Just fucking get to the sick of the bees and and that's it. Imagine I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. I totally agree. Sixty five is when we all want to stop working after a lifetime of working. 20 years after, 15 years after that, these people are trying to be the leader of the United States. Yeah, take the most stressful job that exists. Like, that's what I don't understand. It's like, you're, you're, you're not just taking a job, you're taking the most stressful job in the world. Right. Go sit like, on an Adirondack chair, looking out on a lake with your grandkid on your, on your fucking knee. Like, yeah, and put an orange peel in your teeth and sc- and scare your grandkids. Go like, ooh, like that's the move, and that's it. Right. And then you die. It's just crazy. Crazy shit. Crazy it's shit. All, so, all what the boomers are doing. Oh, um, so anyway. my my newest my newest rant about that is everyone's been complaining pretty much more than ever. I think historically this year, uh, right. public publicly, we all have these platforms to do it on, but. I think it's time we got to like stop with the complaining and we got to sort of organize and be like, fuck the Democrats, fuck the Republicans. Anybody under this age is just going to sort of gather together. and We're going to like do something new. We can, there's no rule why we can. So I think it's time to stop, stop the bitching and start to do it. What do you think about that platform? You you have done a very strange thing free day as, as our right leaning correspondent. Actually, let me let me rephrase I don't think that. I am. As our our hard right wing correspondent, <laughs> uh, you have <laughs> you, you have you have gone from being a hard right wing to being a a like Marxist organizer somehow. Yes, yes, you know it. You know and I am. Only 160 episodes. God, I love it. I've always been it, dude. I've been lurking back here. I just I was just playing it cool. You never saw it coming. <laughs> Boom! You did. So the Boom King, the Boom King, by the way, this is not a Boom King. This is not Boom yeah. King. This is the lone Boom King. Yeah. Um, said Boom. the point you guys made a couple weeks ago that we basically disregard old all old people once they hit 65. So why don't we just put them in the highest position in the country? Blew my mind. Yeah. Goddamn right it did. Um, that, <sighs> that is uh, 
I appreciate you getting anything out of our podcast because <laughs> I, I can't believe people learn anything from us, but uh, people do. Um, it is, but that's true. That is true. If, that if is you come away that, with that anything do. from this podcast, it's hate old people and kill them at any cost, and also watch out for figs. They're super dangerous. Those Fig. two pieces of information. Yeah. You know. Also, uh, can get a discount on uh, angels in the outfield with a discount. <laughs> It's don't sleep on that movie. It's a tearjerker. Right. Really yeah. Three things you should learn is uh, uh, political dissent against old people. Figs are dangerous and angels in the outfield was pretty good. Yeah. I actually read a statistic that figs killed more people than coronavirus in 2019. Did you know that? Yeah. That's not, that's not, that's not a real thing. That's not. Hard to <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's no way to say for sure because the numbers on fig slippings are so underreported, which That's is true. why I'm taking that up as my mantle. <laughs> 21 to take the stigma away from people who fall on figs. You know? Fig Listen, all I'm going to say to that, and then we got to move on to commercials I hate, Quibono. Quibono. Follow the money. Follow the money. The fig industry is corrupting America. Big fig. Big fig. <laughs> hey. Big fig. I think dog boobs, fig needs to be an acronym. I haven't figured out what a good one is yet, but if, if I feel like you could. You got to think of one. Big I fig. fig. We got to watch out. Big fig. Who is, who, all right, let's, you know what? Why don't, why don't we, why don't you guys start the commercials I hate train while I look up the president of the fig association? <laughs> the fig who were really, who were really lobby. dealing with? Who is the, the Rocky De La Fuente behind Rocky De La Fuente. Please know? be Rocky De La Fuente who runs Fig. If he's oh, man. Figs, I'm jumping off a bridge today. <laughs> oh, all right. So commercials I hate. If you guys have been watching as much TV as I have in quarantine, you've probably seen, especially streaming television. Because if in you these challenging this, times. It's, it's challenging. And I don't know. I mean, I'm sure everyone's noticed this. But streaming platforms repeat their commercials so much more than like cable like cable very weird. varied like media mix it whatever channel you're watching that you don't see as many repeats but in like when i'm watching youtube tv or hulu i will see the same sky rizzy commercial i will see the same old navy jeans commercial every yeah. commercial break so like being in quarantine only watching tv and then watching streaming tv it is like being hit over the head with these fucking commercials every day, nonstop. So I agree with that. we've got commercials. Commercials I hate is the subreddit we're going to talk about today. Um, Let me know when you guys are ready for me to drop some fig bombs on you really fast. Because I did do a little bit of research and I found a little bit of information about the fig lobby that I can, I can quickly share or we can I can save it for the end of the pod. No, I think we, we, we got to get it off our plate because it's too hot. I, I got it. Too hot? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the fig lobby is uh we have big fig. This is California figs. <gasps> this is the California fig company. Maybe and I don't know what it is, but they're a they're a they're a, let's see. Our mission California figs celebrates the quality, nutrients, and benefits of California-grown figs in order to create a sustainable future for the industries, growers, processors, marketers, and fig lovers worldwide, a.k.a. a lobbying group for figs. What? So, 
First of all, so, this is the first time being a lobbyist sounds fucking awesome. That's true. <laughs> so our team, we're here to help. Contact anytime. Chris Caputo, marketing director. Carla Stockley, chief executive officer. Wow. That is a sociopath. So I did a little searching <laughs> on LinkedIn. Found her LinkedIn. Carla Stockley, California Fig Advisory Board. Holy information. I just want to experience... Chief Executive Officer with a proven track record in working in food and agriculture industry, aka big food. Uh, excellent, excellent business development and professional skills in marketing. Yeah, 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 whatever. Check this out. Interests: Andrew Cuomo, Governor of New York. Wow. Cuban, Andrew Cuomo. Like this is all crazy. It goes straight to and the top. Nancy Cruz, who is the president of the Cruz Company, Menu Maven, and Trend Tracker, the Cruz Company, um, best known and most quoted menu analyst in the restaurant industry, president of the Cruz Company, which is based in Atlanta and dedicated to assessing food and menu trends and directions. So she's the one who goes, hey, listen, we got pomegranates coming in. That's going to be the big thing. We're going to push pomegranates on people. Hey, we got figs coming in. That's going to be a big thing. We're pushing figs on people. Anybody feels otherwise. You remember figs were everywhere a few years yep. ago. And that's that's Nancy Cruz. So Nancy. passion fruit, Again, fig, pomegranate, star star wow. fruit. These are all garbage fruits. I'll say this right. about the fig. Uh I I think the the, the fruit tastes it's not terrible. It's okay. But the plants look really nice. I'll, the plants are, I think are pretty and they grow fast. And so if you want like a nice looking plant that sort of creates a little bit of shade, I think it's a nice option to go with. But yeah. I can't believe they've gotten to you, man. They've gotten to me. Oh, dude. <laughs> you have no idea. Wow. They, f- <laughs> they fingered my fig a long time ago. If you they fingered my fig a while back. <laughs> hate to hear it. All right. Anyway, back to, uh, back to commercials I hate. I hate to pause one more time, but as a one quick last thing about figs you guys have to watch a video called the celery incident whoa it's um it's a sketch that was on portlandia and it's kind of it it basically is about big celery and like big bacon and Mm. big kale and shit it's hilarious. Steve Buscemi plays the celery guy who's trying to make celery cool, and people won't even put it in their Bloody Marys anymore. And he's trying so hard to like put celery back on the market. And then uh, Fred Armisen plays like big, what does he play? Big Brussels sprouts. (laughs) Yeah. I just got off the phone with American airlines and we got big Brussels sprouts on the menu as a dessert. And he's like, so well, check it out. Because I think how it goes behind the scenes. This is exactly I, what's going on here. See, that's Nancy Cruz at work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think you're right, actually. That is how they they, they do works. things. I mean, yeah. Anyway. We have an excess of figs. We're growing too many figs. We got we to gotta get these figs going in the market. Hey, America yeah. Airlines, we want you to put figs. In, we want you to replace ham sandwiches with a fig salad. Yeah. Or there's like a mousy coworker of hers who's like in charge of apricots. And she's just like killing the scene with these figs because they go so well with bacon right now and bacon's huge. That was, yeah, that was the rub with bacon, right? Like bacon was, was, uh, foist upon us by the the industry. You can put bacon or prosciutto on it. It's going to be a big fruit. Man. I know. 
scary fucking, stuff, guys. Fucking big, scary big stuff. fig, dude. Watch out for big fig and Rocky de la Fuente this year, <laughs> 2021. All right. Anyway, back to back to commercials. I hate commercials. I hate. So right. yeah, you guys are set up about how we've been watching way too many, you know, commercials, and they're all the same. Hey, let me ask you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys, you guys watch the commercials, or do you? Are you muters? I've become so I used to just listen, but there are a couple now that I have to turn the volume down. Oh wow! Yeah. It's gotten to that. It's gotten. I'm a pay for premium guy. I try to avoid them at all costs. That's a mm. that's a good point. I mean, I might get there honestly with the amount of TV I'm watching. There's this one, com- two commercials right now that I'm at the mute stage with, and they're both on uh, Investigation Discovery. And one of them is a promo for the show Gold Rush. Mm. And it's like got this horrible, like, like, uh, sorry, rock and roll, grungy lady singing this song, like, it's Halloween. And I just can't <laughs> hear it anymore. So I will t- turn that one down to zero. And then there's another one on that channel where it's about Andrea Yates and it's about a show that's going to be about Andrea Yates. And they're like, Andrea Yates? what is an Andrea Yates? Uh, Sorry. I assume everybody knows about all these psychopaths. Andrea Yates is the mother in the nineties who went and drowned every one of her children. Oh, cool. She thought God told her to like, she was nuts. And like, <sighs> is she dead? Did we kill her? I don't I don't know. They found like they basically were like she actually is like mentally like fucking crazy. So like they she might be in prison for life because she was legit like mentally handicapped or something. They call it was like postpartum psychosis. But in this commercial, mm-hmm. they're talking about this preacher that she was friends with that might have influenced her extreme beliefs that like her kids were possessed by the devil. And right. They show this clip. Every, of, by the way, every parent has that thought about four times a day. Just, but they just don't kill their kids, you know. <laughs> right. You know, like, I swear to God, my kids are possessed by the devil. These fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't kill them. You just don't kill them. Don't do that. So this guy's like. It shows a clip of this guy. He's his name is Waranecki because that's his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Waranecki and he's a missionary and he wears this like fucking devil mask on the side of like Hollywood Boulevard and he like screams at people like we're going to hell oh yeah that guy every time that commercial's on I hear him go we're going to hell so I have Mm. to that's tough so your Uh, so your issue with the commercials is mostly like these so there so I guess this is the thing that I've noticed from exploring the sub a little bit is this sub, like most subs on Reddit, which is what I love about, I mean, this is why we love doing this pod and love this this whole fucking community in general, is it starts as a like, oh, I hate that commercial. And mm-hmm. it becomes a like, a really interesting symbol of our current way in which we are reacting to an attempt at marketing through brands. Like this is what I've noticed about this because it started like there are a lot of commercials on here that people are just like, you know what I hate? I hate this commercial. Mm-hmm. But when I was looking at the top of all time, um, I was noticing that it was almost entirely about the COVID commercial, like super commercials right when COVID started and every fucking brand was like, Hey, we care. Yeah. We care about you. We care about the first responders. 
And everybody was like, no, you fucking don't. Yeah. And so there was this, this really interesting thing where there was like a, a, like a, such a dramatic distrust of marketing at that moment yeah. where I think usually because like things are fine, we kind of go, yeah, sure. Whatever. Just yeah, if you want to sell me your product, uh, whatever. But because things are so bad right now, when that happened, people were just like, no, you fucking don't. And it was yeah. like an honest, a moment of sheer honesty, which I thought was really interesting. So, dog, you just sent this this image, which I saw as well. This is the second of all time yes. on the sub. By the way, this is not a very popular sub. I don't know if you want to. Did you go through the numbers on this? I didn't go through the numbers yet, but you're right. It's not a super well visited subreddit. It's only got seven. 7.6 thousand members and it was created a long like in 2013 so it's not like it's a new sub or anything it's just people don't either don't really know about it because i know there there are probably a lot of other subreddits about like shitty marketing and you know like dishonest advertising and stuff but this one is not very well you know um visited but this is a great example of what you were talking about with the covid ads that started being flooded out during um, the beginning of this like quarantine it, they basically created like this chart of like okay brands like basically you just pick one of these from each right. color because every single commercial sounded the same so it's like two which one's it gonna be the communities we serve in these uncertain times right <laughs> our top priority is america but while we are at home, so it's like every single one is exactly the same. I actually want to get a tattoo that just says hashtag uncertain times. Oh, I, I love that. It's, it's, a good, really it's a good catchphrase from all this. You know what's fucking uh, annoying? Yeah, and this is so right on because every time I hear this in an ad now, it's like it's very apparent. It's almost right. just like the precursor to saying like, I don't molest kids. I'm not a racist, but also buy it's my just soap. Thoughtless. Yeah. It's just thoughtless. Yeah, it's very thoughtless. And 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 I'm I'm actually think a lot of people are using COVID. A lot of businesses are using COVID to kind of like phone it in a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, like there's a lot of I mean now when you call like a bank or a service where you're going to be put on hold, yeah. they're leaning super hard into the COVID of it all. They were putting you on hold before. But now they have this great excuse to put you on hold. Yeah. And they're like, they're because it. of the COVID, we're going to never get to your call. Yep. Fuck, go fuck yourself. And then like, right. that's to me happening all. And so I think a lot of people actually like, like, like a lot of people love Donald Trump being in power because it's good for ratings, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And they're making money. Right. Like, I think a lot of businesses are loving the excuse for COVID yeah. to fucking not do their goddamn job. Yeah. Like, I think you're right. And it's, uh, I don't know. I, it's I think crazy. people are getting lazy and using it as an excuse. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. That were like particularly gross are like the Kaiser, Kaiser commercials or the Blue Shield commercials during this time. Because you know healthcare is just like the sleaziest industry. Like, totally. they'll look for any reason not to pay for your health your healthcare. So, it's like this whole, together we'll get through this. It's like Fuck off. Yeah, and I, I also think that there's just a uh, like the insincerity is a is a huge part of it. But then as a marketer, because I think we all work in like Dog and I have worked in the marketing industry in some capacity for a very long time. Um, 
and Freed, I think you work adjacent to the marketing industry. I think anybody in the creative I industry, I dabble. Yeah. Well, anybody in the creative industry, whether you are a writer or an art director or a designer, or whatever, like that is actually how you make your money. Right. So any, any yeah. young listeners that were listening, listening right now, I'm sure your parents, if you're like, I want to be an artist someday. And your parents are like, you're never going to graphic design school. You will not make a living. No, you can make a great living doing that shit, but you're not going to be doing it as like a, a poster designer for fucking rock bands. You're going to be doing it as an ad ad person. That's what we all have done. And so, but you could spin that off in your free time into something else like for sure yeah you can be a i'm not gonna be a star killer you can be or a dream killer you can be a designer a professional designer but what i'm saying is like money typically comes from brands in this regard and the reason i bring that up is because the problem i have with that format and i fucking hate advertising i do not advocate for advertising but like that's just fucking lazy man like there's no there's like the point is that you're supposed to send a message on behalf of the brand that makes people go that brand they're cool right like that's like you know old spice is like hey we want to attract like young kids uh who like want to smell like figs right Right. Um, so we're going to like we're going to make commercials that make people go oh that's funny and then creates memedoms around them Mm -hmm. that is good advertising like with all the covid ads like with the way they're doing it like that is not helpful it's it's a pointless message they're like, all it's like the way we view politicians. Like every if every politician says, Hey, we got your back, hey, we care about you, and then people are like not doing that, then it makes every message invalid. Right? Yeah, you're right. It's like flooding, it's flooding the market with like it just becomes insincere after it's totally everybody. And you're and right. Do you guys Bullshit. I mean because I, I'll say in the last I don't know, ten or so ish years, like the marketing world has gotten very emotional empathetic and sensitive like it's it's all about connecting in a sensitive way to the audience like and and that's you know based on trend reports etc you guys probably like read that shit all the all day but but it feels like yes what you just said like we've all now been exposed to it for 10 or so years this is kind of peak of it all i think i notice it and i'm like this is bullshit but i say that about everything but right. do you think we're at a point now where, you know, the, the general public sees it wall to wall and, and, and the industry is going to move to the next thing now? Like, are we at that point? Well, I, I, my personal opinion would be that I think that people like the, if I had to suggest the resonant theme throughout this subreddit in particular. And I think I do think the subreddit, despite the fact that it's mostly people just being like, I don't like this ad. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is actually pretty insightful about the reason why people don't like this ad. And and the general theme is you think I'm dumb, don't you? Right? That yeah. thing that's like the thing that I think people are seeing. It's like every single one of these you're just like how dumb do you think I am, brand? You know? And and that I think is is really interesting because I don't know anybody and this has always been my issue with commercials like I as even though I work in this industry I have never liked commercials. I think commercials are a waste of money. I think it's a waste of ad dollars. They are extremely expensive. They're extremely expensive to run. Like the media itself is very expensive. So if you're going to be spending that kind of money, make a goddamn documentary about fucking like saving the birds and be like sponsored by Pepsi or sponsored by fucking Costco, you know? And people are going to be like, damn, they made just a documentary about preservation. 
yeah, hell yeah, I'll I'll buy that brand, you know. But comedy shows like me have been pitching this for years. Like, yeah, you you look at a budget, they go, I go that that commercial costs three million dollars. You go three million dollars, I I I can do a whole season uh, of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia for two two hundred fifty thousand. Like, totally. I think people would dig that more. Run for like this long, and then no one's ever going to want to see it again. Yeah. And, and, and it's just, a, it's, it's an Bizarre. industry that That's for some sense. reason, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of theories about how and why this has happened. I think that a little bit of it is the measurement tools we use. And I think a lot of the people that are at the companies are oh. in like, you know, marketing school uh, professions. So they have, they've learned to measure ROI in very antiquated quantitative measuring tactics Sure. So you end up getting these things where you go like, oh, like 60% of people saw it. And, you know, based on our numbers, like 10% of that retain the information. And based on those numbers, 5% are going to turn it into transactions. So like, bada boom, like it's worth it. It doesn't matter if it's bad. It's just people seeing it. Right. And, and you think so- those numbers are sort of, uh, because without those numbers, the industry wouldn't keep paying for it, which keeps everybody employed. Exactly. So like exactly. one, one foot washes the other. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, and so I don't think it's the other. So I think it's a little bit of like a complicated relationship between the the people who measure the industry and the people who make the things in the industry where they don't it's necessarily like, align. Yeah. Yeah, it's and like, innovation uh, is not is not is not like um it's not valued in the way that I think there's innovation in terms of messaging. There's like, holy shit, that was really funny. Or like, wow, what a, what a crazy story, right? Like there are all those ads that do happen that people freak out about, like the Dove ads when it was just like, you know, a girl sees herself in the mirror or sees a way that somebody perceives her and goes like, you know, you are not what you think you are. And then it like changes the fucking world like that, that kind of stuff, you know, like there are innovative messages, but I think that the way in which marketing money can be spent, I think commercials, I think consumers are very keenly aware of how fucking interruptive they are and how frustrating they tend to be and how ultimately bad they are. I mean, that's the interesting thing about all the COVID ads is people go, wow, you guys spent all, like everybody's strapped for cash. You guys are laying off employees and you're spending your money on a 30 second ad that says, Hey, listen, we we at BP Exxon Oil care. You're yeah. just like, no, you don't. Like you fucking, yeah. you've never cared at any point. Why would yeah. you care now? Like, and you just spent all this money, and you fucking let go like thirty percent of your employees. Like, what are you talking about? You care? You don't fucking give a shit about anything. And I think people are doing that here. And then because of that, people are going. And as I'm seeing more commercials, people are like, "Damn, you motherfuckers don't listen to a, a, any of us." You were just making assumptions about our lives. Like another one that's very popular. I know I'm, I'm like, I suddenly, maybe my coffee had like some fucking extra, no. extra uh, steroids in it. Yeah, it had, had more, had more, um, more uh, su- supplemental mushrooms than usual today. More layers. Um, Creatine. Didn't but you know, a couple of the other really top ones are, uh, why is every single commercial a damn webcam meeting between like 30 people? Yeah. Yeah. So, and what that tells me is people go, we get that you know that we're all in quarantine and we're doing meetings, but they don't have 30 people. You aren't like, clearly you're not paying attention. That's Mm -hmm. not real. Right. And which I think is very interesting. And also this is a fascinating one. Um, And 
I think, I mean, this is complicated because this is, again, this is one of those things where people go, I know what you're doing and the reason you're doing it is not working on me. And so, so State Farm, this is, this is number eight down on top of all time. So State Farm thought that this whole switcheroo shenanigans would go unnoticed. This ain't Jake. What did you do with Jake? So Jake from State Farm, who people love. And, and, and it ends with, I'm black and I appreciate the pandering, but I want white Jack back or white Jake back. This dude is an imposter. <laughs> and so what this is, what's really interesting about this is this person goes, I realize that you've changed the race of your Jake to pander to me, a black man. But like, I don't want that. Yeah, I, I, Like, I understand what you're doing and I don't want that. Yeah. It would be more like, that's the thing. It's like that. I feel like it's a fine line for brands that like, we all know they're pandering to us, but like you show it. If I, if I see it, it feels icky. So you better hide it. Well, yeah. So the the top comments on this (laughs) one are uh, what white, white Jake is in the cubicle next to black Jake. They let him have a cameo in the first of the new, uh, new commercials, the black Jake. Why they couldn't just come up with a new name for a new character, I will never understand. I don't Which is like it. another one of those things you're just like, marketer. Right. What is wrong with what you? What is like, wrong with you? Yeah. And so, you know, the original poster is like, they're totally shameless. So now we are forced to refer to them as Black Jake and White Jake. Yeah. Which is just so interesting. It's like, dude, wh- why would, I don't understand why you think. It's like a number for them too because they're like, oh, exactly. be a handful of people that will always hold on to it but the majority of people will forget about white jake <laughs> right so white white jake was replaced by woke jake welcome to 2020 there's another comment so i think there's i think this is like this could be the beginning of a really fun uh internet like sort of meme story because white Jake and black Jake just like existing next to each other in cubicles is so funny. I like kind of love it. Like They're this, all... To me, this isn't going to end here. I, I like, I think this right. is going to continue. It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what about the pandering in general, right? I mean, there, there's like, well, exactly. I mean, all that's these the commercials issue. are, are, you know, it's, it's a dash of COVID sincerity, a dash of pandering, uh, a dash of, I give a fuck about you, but I don't. Um, guys, What's going we, on there, boobs? You guys know this commercial? Someone burned down her she shed? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I think we know who burned down the she shed. Look at this fella. <laughs> so what I, this is, I will say, this is one thing I love about this. Is like, this for me feels like where commercials should actually go. Yeah. Where you look at the commercial, you watch a commercial and you go, something's fishy about this. And then you like look at it and you go, Hold on a second. There's and then it like reveals more. And then you're like are, are now suddenly talking about this commercial. Yes. Because you've like left this like labyrinth of clues. That's a and then like you know. Idea. But that is not that shit does not fly. And like that is the problem. It is yeah. unfortunately the things the people who are in positions of power mm-hmm. at these companies that are making decisions in marketing, especially with this amount of money do not understand the way that internet conversation works and the way yeah. that actual long-term conversation engages with the brand. Right. right? That's a fucking problem. Right. I ask your, yeah. Yeah, your opinion on, cause it feels like, let's just say like putting $2 million into one commercial. And maybe that means like you get like three commercials, but it's all under the same right. umbrella. Like that doesn't feel 
it feels like a huge risk uh, for them versus putting the same amount of money into trying out some some weirder off the off the grid stuff and seeing how it sticks or doesn't. Yeah. That that and like the production of everything is you can do it for so cheap now. Um, like, are people doing more sort of like let's try this, see if it works. Let's try this, like incremental steps to to seeing what works to sort of put the you know, the CFO at brand at mind at ease going for those kinds of strategies. Well, kind of, but not really, man. I mean, I feel like it really depends on the brand and it really depends on like a lot of, a lot of brands are built on short term, uh, product cycle models. Yeah. Yeah. So like Like sales overnight affinity over time. So it's like, you want to do fun things that are going to make people like, like the brand over time, but it takes time to show that. And like right. the people whose jobs are on the line are like, I need to show like sales, like, like mm. the this airs. So they right. get like, antsy and like nervous about trying something unique. Yeah. I guess everyone's a little bit scared. Yeah. Uh, that, I think there's, yeah, there's a lot of reasons why this stuff happens, of course, but like, I think like most things, I think that the, you know, the ad industry has been dealing with a little bit of like a reckoning for a while. It's, it's kind of been in the air forever. Like people are constantly talking about it and it is always changing, but I think it's changing for the wrong reasons. I mean, this has been one of my theories during the quarantine is like some companies are going, holy shit, our model doesn't work right now. We need to rethink our model. Right. But other companies are going, holy shit, our model doesn't work right now. We need to double production to make our model work again. Right. Mm. And and I think there are two different schools of thought. One of them is obviously worse because it just burns people out and we kind of get into this weird churn. The one, the former, which is like, we need to rethink some things, I think is actually the better decision. I think it's a better way to handle this kind of stuff. And commercials are a really interesting example of that, where we look at the, the tactics that are being used that are like, Hey, we need to reach millennials. How are we going to reach millennials? They use their phones. We're going to shoot this video vertically, right? And then everybody goes, we see what you're doing. Like, we understand why you're doing this. Hello, fellow kids. Yeah, it's hello, fellow kids. And like, and you know, there are a lot of examples of the brand hate, right? And, and, um, you know, I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a range of things that I think are interesting on the sub again, because, you know, I, I like the one about black Jake and white Jake is really interesting yeah, because yeah. you look at that and you go, Oh wow. So you're, you're clearly like, it almost feels like it's a mark in a timeline of our collective experience in 2020 or as people where we go, Oh shit. So we see what you did there. You recast as a gesture to black audiences in a way to say, Hey, we're a part of you, but because it's so fucking ugly and transparent it has this insincere effect on the brand right and you know you can see that happening like i guarantee if we went through another like me too movement right we'd see a we'd see a female jake like given yeah. that state farm does this right um so that i think is one thing i think the other thing about this sub is it's very like oh i hate that commercial it's not funny which i i would argue is like that's not interesting. That's also like not really the point. Right. I mean, I think that there's some things that you just go, damn, that's bad writing. But I think that that's like internal shit. Like my, my like number one commercial right now where I go, fuck, I hate that commercial so much is there's a commercial for Lexus. (laughs) There it's, have you guys seen the it's raining bananas commercial? No, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. This, this fucking commercial, dude. Like I, so 
I'm just going to show you the, so uh, this is actually an interesting exercise in like marketing, right? So we're watching this commercial. This commercial is, it is, you're watching this Lexus. It's driving perfectly. There are people that are, it's literally raining bananas, right? Banana peels, right? And everybody is slipping. Like you see somebody slip, you see like the fucking, the, the, like the, there's a bicyclist who slips and then the Lexus is just like fucking cruising, right? Like, what do you think the point of that commercial is? I, it, t- yeah, I mean, uh, to me, it's like uh, an engineering stability kind of a point, yeah. right? Right. The point, the point of that commercial to me, I'm watching the whole commercial and I go, oh, this is actually pretty clever. This is saying that like the way this car handles is actually better than how other cars handle, right? It's just a smoother, it's going to keep you safer. Like there's a climb. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're in the snow. This car is going to be better, whatever. This woman gets in the car and, and she, she like looks around our people and she goes, holy, like, wow, this rain is bananas. And then you're like, that was a punchline. You built this whole goddamn thing up for a punchline that had nothing to do with the traction of the car. Like, <laughs> what were you guys thinking? Like, I and I'm just like, I look at it and I just go, oh my Christ. Like, who wrote this fucking bullshit ad, dude? This is insane. Because not only is it a stupid mm. joke, right? Like yeah. an absolutely stupid joke, Definitely. very poor delivery, yeah. but it straight up advertises the wrong thing. Yeah, and it cheapens you know? the overall like, and it looks like an expensive commercial. So like, it looks like an expensive commercial. And also, like, if the whole point of the car, if it ended with like, you know, um, unparalleled, unparalleled um, traction, traction control, right? all traction wheel drive, control. I'd be like, that's all right, that's cool, yeah. I like it, I get it, because you slip on bananas, that car didn't slip. Bada bing, bada boom. It Good does. It does right? appear that they're advertising something about traction. Right, being being amazing, and they never fucking even mention it. And I'm just like, what's wrong with what? But then, yeah, then you ask yourself, like, maybe, maybe it's they don't have anything special in their traction control. I don't know exactly. And then all of a sudden, you go, what's the point of getting this car? It looks nice, like it's like almost trying to be misleading. Where you see that, and you're like, oh, it must have great that totally that reeks of somebody in in the in in the late stages of this thing says we need to address the bananas verbally and and they throw this line in like what if you said something like and then they pitch on that for three weeks at the cost of four hundred thousand dollars and then someone comes up with uh this rain is bananas which is actually it's succinct i'll give them that it's fucking dumb but it's it's tight (laughs) yeah Uh, but I, it's confusing. Uh, in, it's confusing I, I, I work, and it's a stupid joke. If you're I going for TV, comedy, as, do yeah, comedy. I work, yeah, I work in TV writing, and um, the, like the the oh, the king rule is clarity is king. If it's confusing, you're gonna knock your audience off the path of the story, and then you probably maybe never get them back or whatever. It's has to exactly. just be clear, clear, clear. And a lot of times you have this fantastic joke that you're in love with. And then the term is kill your, you got to kill your babies. You got to, yeah, this joke's great, but it just fucking doesn't make sense. Yeah. You got to get rid of it. So you put it in this folder of dead jokes and you look at it every once in a while when you're sad and you go, there's some good jokes. I'm hilarious. <laughs> and but they all died. Right. Uh, it, I do it every night. Neat thing. I, I stroke it. Eight sing those. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, that's right. Dead babies. Yates. It's sad. Yep. So depressing. Oh, yeah. So this, this is like, they, they, this is a good example of putting a joke above clarity. Mm-hmm. And it's actually like, you hear this in like writing school. It's, you know, totally. and, and this is why you wouldn't want to do that because you, you're left going, wait, what? Yeah. It's, it's neither hilarious and it's unclear. Yeah. It's like the people like lost, lost the big picture for the yeah, audience. Totally. And so my my opinion, and dog, you know this because you've been in this position, is some out of touch ECD or GCD at the very end goes, ah, I need yeah. to make this funny, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they well, threw in a random fucking thing at the end. They go, that's hilarious. And then all the junior or younger creatives are just like, that what? Is it. That doesn't. What are you doing? And then they were like, ah, it's great, love it, it's great. Send it. Love, it. love it. All you would have like, needed from her was she gets in. She sort of sighs a uh, big sigh of relief. Like, I'm glad I'm in this car and not out there. And that's it. Like, no words. Yeah, and you pay her yeah. less because she's not talking. Or here's how you fucking tie it up. If you want a fucking gag at the end, you see all the banana slips. You see all that shit. Somebody gets in the car. You have a shot. It's normal rain. And then you see somebody slip and fall on their ass. Yeah. And you go, oh, I get it. Like, the rain is slippery. People slip. It's kind of like banana peels, and this car can handle it. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. We're ad marketers. We got a fucking okay. cop. My but- idea, who's the non-writer in the group, right. my idea is that she gets in and she's like, wow, thanks for picking me up. And the driver turns around, and he's a big banana. And he goes, <laughs> no problem, babe. And then they turn <laughs> off. That would be great. Too. I love it. So everybody's <laughs> in banana suits, and people are falling. People are falling out of the sky at the end. Yeah, I mean, I think there are a lot of interesting schools of thought when it comes to ads. I mean, there's a famous ad guy named Jerry Graff who is known for, like, advertising is what I've heard. I've heard, um, like, critical creative directors say about his shit, which I think is actually very interesting because it tends to be those ads that you look at and you go, that is the what? What the fuck is going on with that ad? Right. And then, and then you, you know, it's a Jerry Graff thing where it's like the whole point is that you go, that's the most insane shit I've ever seen. It's hilarious because it's so weird. Yeah. And, and then it's like, you know, it appeals to a very niche audience, but like that makes sense because I, I get that's a little bit of the long term thing where you go, like, I don't care what the message is. We all know it's an ad. We're just trying to make something weird and artful. And then you end up getting these, you know, strange commercials, right? I prefer now, the, those uh, a little. Oh like, yeah, of course. Just like well, something think, pretty or interesting to look at. It's kind of fun. And again, I mean, I think that's the problem where it's like a lot of a lot of ads. A lot of ads are trying to, um, you know, we. I mean, there's there's another thing that we've seen that I'm actually noticing in this this uh, this sub is that a lot of people have actually a fondness for certain characters and certain ads. Mm-hmm. So they get really critical when things change, right? Like the Jake from State Farm is a really good example. I think there's a lot of people are also like really not psyched about the new Saturn or the new um, um, fucking, what, what's that brand? The uh, Sonic, Sonic ads. Oh yeah. Noticed. They hate Sonic. They're like, well, a- they hate new Sonic. But they they loved old Sonic. Old Sonic was was just such a cherry world they created. Ooh. A couple of couple of dads in their car eating fucking milkshakes. Okay, I mean, it was our boy, our boy, a boy Ho uh, says we sound creamy. You know what? Ah. You look creamy. Yeah, you do. Uh, Casey, Hi, creaming it out, dude. Love a good cream. 
Ow. Love a good creamer. It's uh, hey, Casey. Really good to way. hear from you, man. Good to see you. Have an affinity for any commercial characters? Well, you we know, know how I feel about Lily from AT&T. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with the ads and entirely to do with her her beautiful visage. I'm to think. Who do I like? Mm. I'm going to have to think about it. I'm going to scroll I through. actually like the progressive guy. The like skinny little progressive guy who's friends with Flo. Oh, you like that oh, guy? Yeah. So what I will say about those ads is a lot of people do not like Flo. I disagree because I, like I think Flo is a weird person. And I think that's actually what makes her kind of interesting is she's not like Flo is not a traditionally good looking person. She's like her whole thing is weirdness. And I think what's been interesting about that whole world that they've created is like they have like created an invite. They've created like a world, right? Um, and Casey ha- says, uh, hope for show. I keep putting his name on blast, but you know, whatever we see his name anyway. Um, the mayhem guy, which I actually also think is kind of interesting because the mayhem guy is like, you know, his, he's like a wild detective character and he just oh, like, introduces like mayhem to any situation. Yeah. Those are pretty good commercials. I think they're fun. He's funny. He, he makes me, he was in 30 rock as uh, yeah. Liz Lemon's shitty boyfriend. So he, he always makes me laugh for, from that too. And he but always I think, like a funny type of mayhem, like right. grandma's cat who just took a shit on your, you know, yeah, totally. I think it, yeah, those work for me just because they're consistently kind of, you get a chuckle. I'd like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and I, again, like, I think that they, they're world building. Like, I think that's kind of what's interesting about it. I mean, that was the same thing Old Spice did is Old Spice goes, if you're going to do this character, you got to commit to it, commit yeah. to the bit and let's build the world. And then with, with flow, it's like, what they've done, I think, is really interesting. Where they go, listen, we got Flo. We're gonna build a thing around Flo, and then we're gonna build her fucking army of people. And then over the course of time, we're gonna see like this other side character in Flo. Like the world starts liking this side character more, and Flo gets a little bitter about it, right? And we're gonna like watch this stuff kind of spiral, right? Um, right. I also think that Geico commercials, while I don't like all of them, there's always one yeah. that you go, God damn, like. Yeah. You're leaving I, me with a lot. I'm looking, and the, I'm most, the most famous example of that for me is the tiny house commercial. Oh my God. Tiny homes. So the tiny house. So this was a fake reality show they invented. Um, <laughs> and it was a Geico. Uh, yeah. The Geico tiny house commercial. Amazing. Um, I don't think I've seen I, it. Oh, this is, this is, Super classic. No, thank you. Like a fake uh, reality show world in about right. tiny houses. Can you, can you guys, let's see, if you guys can't hear this, I'll download it and play it out loud. Uh, let's see here. Tiny, that's not right. That's not what I want. That's not what I want either. This one. Um, let's see here. Can you hear that? No. No. God, it's such a good one though. You see the Boom King's comment on the right? He just wrote Lily from AT&T got on Instagram live and was literally crying begging people to stop sexually harassing her. I felt so bad. I <laughs> I I don't I don't oh want to laugh. I I don't want to laugh at that cuz it's it is serious no, and I like In the context I, I, of our previous conversation it's funny but I, I agree. Well, it's not funny. It's not, it's not funny, and I'm not. I'm not sexually harassing her. I'm just saying 
she's adorable and I have a crush on her. No. That's different than <laughs> saying like, show us your tits, Lily. That's not what I'm saying. Right. You're um, saying but, like, crushy crush. Yeah, of course. I have a crush. You guys have crushes on flow, right? Like you right. just said that. I have a crush That's on flow. You have a crush on the mayhem guy. We already went through this. Um, but I, so, <laughs> so I, I remember, I remember this moment, by the way, on the Lily thing. And it was like very sad, but it was like, <laughs> just the way it was happening was like peak internet where it was like flow was on like or, um lily was like doing her thing and then and then she was like okay guys for the last time i don't like being referred to as mrs juggle tits so like can you stop <laughs> saying like it was like that kind of tone where it was just like oh god the internet is just so funny and brutal yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. Boom King knows you weren't. Boom King knows. Was that? Oh, this is so. Yeah. There we go. So I didn't say you were. Uh, I've listened to you guys enough to know that you're not the type of people. Hell yeah, Boom King. We're not that kind of people. But this is literally like people. People were <laughs> people were saying in the comments, "Big milk trucks coming through" and stuff like that. <laughs> Which again is like you look at it, and you go, guys. Does she have huge cans or something? I didn't. Uh... She, she is. She's a busty gal. So, okay. I didn't, um, I didn't quite know. Which, you know, that. listen, like, I never looked down. I was always looking straight into good her, for eye. her. Her Yeah, eyes you were looking weird. for the branding. You were, you were paying, you were like looking at that AT&T brand. You're like, oh, that's, well, I feel like she's never quite sexed up. She's not like, Ooh, she's in like she's a, a button or something. Her shirt and tried with you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she's not dressed yeah. in an attractive way, but she's just an attractive woman, and people on the internet are both harsh and idiots. So, yeah. When I walk into an AT&T store too, I get uh, asexual pretty quickly. I think probably out of anger. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not a lot. You know, and and to be honest, maybe that's a good ad. You get somebody sexy for AT&T, you walk in and be like, I feel weird. I feel different right now. Oh, there's a huge poster of that. Like uh, Kate Upton is their new lady and she's holding a Carl's Jr. burger with her fucking tits out. I want to buy a phone like that. You know, that's kind of how it works. Um, so glad. Also, this is, this is quickly becoming a, uh, a whole. So every, Casey Knight, bless that boy's heart. Uh, there's a, a whole sub dedicated to the AT&T girl, oh. which uh, I, you know what? I'm not going to go there right now. I don't trust Reddit and I don't under, I don't think that that's going to be wholesome. So I think there's going to be some um, deep fakes and some photoshopping going on. But, you know, that's also, I will say, that's another interesting thing about what we're talking about right now is the fact that there would even be deep fakes, which is probably true, by the way, deep fakes of a person from a commercial is really interesting as like a dystopic, like American thing. You know what I mean? We like think about deep fakes and you go deep fake of, of fucking of Hermione Granger, like this person that everybody fantasy or everybody has a fantasy about from Hogwarts. Right. But like. The fact that there'd be deep fakes of a girl from a fucking phone commercial right. is like such no a so so like late stage capitalism, you yeah. know. Which kind of tight. I mean, kind of tight in like the like cyberpunk world, not right. tight in the like I don't want to live on this earth anymore. Yeah. So, twenty twenty one, deep fakes are. Deep. What would be the result of twenty twenty one deep fakes? Everything is everybody's got a deep fake and nobody cares anymore. We're not gonna yeah. get rid of them. 
No, I think it's, I think we're kind of approaching everybody just has a uh, porn of them online. And, um, that's just, I just like, like, um, yeah, our, our, uh, our gal Delphia, um, Delphia! A lot of, a lot of, yeah. look at all the, look at all the hits here today, man. All, all the comments are all of our, like our number one been with us since the gets. I really appreciate this. Last week, uh, our comments were, uh, from, it's your dad's girlfriend that his Peloton came. Yeah. And it was yeah. Great. That was fucking hilarious. But I also, also good content. Good content good for content. everyone. Um, well, the Peloton ad, that was like a big ad last year, right? With the, with the girl who was living in a $16 right. million dollar home who was like super exactly. gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, and Didn't working out to her scared? husband. What's that? Wasn't the whole controversy that she looked scared and sad that her husband gave her a Peloton? Yeah. Well, yeah, her exactly. husband was, deal, her. Really? was that what it was? She, her husband kept her locked up in that uh, for, fortress of solitude up on the mountain and was mm-hmm. making her stay ripped so he could come home and sexually abuse her. That was like a so was that the plot of the ad, really? <laughs> uh, unofficially, unofficially. <laughs> that was the fanfic version. <laughs> I do, I do appreciate that. Uh, I do appreciate that. That's a that's <laughs> that is good marketing right there, everyone. Um, not good marketing. But, uh, I do think it's kind of funny because people likened it to a husband getting their wife like, here's some workout tapes for Christmas. Yeah. Love you. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that's what it was. It was like a, it was a very like, um, work out hey, more. honey, if you want me to still be sexually attracted to you, get oh. a Peloton. <laughs> um, kids, you're a little saggy. Oh, Jesus Christ. There should that's be an sad. ad that's, that's like, look at the pills and look at the Peloton and look at the pills and look at the Peloton, and look yeah. at a bottle of whiskey, and look at the Peloton. <laughs> look at a cake, and look at the Peloton. And be like, you know what? Fuck it. Got like, and then you talk to yourself. You're like, don't be a fucking little bitch. And then you get on the Peloton, and you just are like, oh, I feel so much better. I'm glad yeah. I didn't do it. And that's I'll be like, that's cool. That was I nice. love that commercial. Someone just talking shit to themselves. Be like, you fucking <laughs> little. Oh, you get on that. Shit. Get on that piece of shit. Fat piece of shit. I would love that. Commercial would be so much more realistic. But but that is like that is again one of the things that we gotta remember is like people are not doing realistic commercials. Like if there was a commercial that came out that was just like like it was for like an airline and you're just like, uh yeah, I don't know, you're gonna buy whatever's cheapest. So um I don't know, like we'll we're like usually a buck cheaper than everybody else. Like I'd be like, Oh, cool. All right, yeah, that sounds good. That enough. sounds real. Yeah. yeah. But instead it's like fly over the arabian wilderness you know and you will see yourself and i'm just like what like yeah what are you talking about you no You'll it's not how it works i mean yeah, I, you're like what and I, you know i also love i mean that's where you start getting into like we're talking specifically about commercials of course like commercials are their own very specific vibe and you know again like i i still think about tiny house all the time like a oh, geico yeah. commercial for tiny house which i'll play at the end of this episode um, but you know, tiny house was one of those commercials that I was just like, wow, like you've introduced the thought into my head that I didn't know. And you know, Geico is really good at that where they're just like, Hey, here's a thing that's like, you've never really thought about Geico. Right. Which is, which is kind of a, a like fun, a weird, like fun tactic, you know, but, I um, that. I will say one thing about yeah, the very Geico, different I, than, I mean, than other stuff. I've, I've been counting and I've seen uh, 1,200,075 Geico ads in my life. <laughs> and I've never had Geico as insurance. So yeah, at what point do we all break and sign up for Geico? I, 
a great question. Because, I mean, the trillions of amount of dollars spent on those ads just directed at me and, yeah. and, and the amount of money that they have not gotten from me is like a trillion to zero at this right. point. Yeah. I would love well, to know, like, how often do commercials translate into, like, purchases with me? Like, I know right. commercials, like, right. Instagram ads, 100% of the time. Oh, I buy shit. I buy Instagram the is way better. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. They, they've been oh. able to dial it in because they're spying on us. But, like, you get yeah. something, you're like, oh, that's fucking tight. Like, that's definitely for me, a hatchet with a lighter on yeah. the end. Right. Well, but that's... but. But that's very different because that, I mean, very that different. actually is a really interesting tactic where you go, you know, if, if AT&T, here's it for all of the ad execs, the marketing execs that are listening to this right now, we see you, right? You know, you but tune in, dude, Casey Knight and Delphine actually run big uh, cell phone, a uh, big ad. They're big, big cell phone. I love it. So if you, if you were to do an ad that was just like, it was an at and it was like a funny at and ad and it was just like, they were selling you random shit on on Instagram, mm-hmm. and it was just like, "Hey, um, this is like it's an AT and T ad, but it's like you can get a fucking hatchet with a lighter on the end of it that just has AT and T, and then it like comes <laughs> and you get like a, you know what I mean? Like I would be like, uh, chop, funny it, chop it and spark it, dude. Like chop you're it. paying attention to the behaviors of modern advertising. Yeah. Very funny, right? Like yeah. that makes sense, you know what I mean? But like right now, it's just like." Fly over the Arabian wilderness. <laughs> like, and just like ah. yeah. Like, see the, this see rain is bananas. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Lexus. Uh, no, I'm never buying a Lexus. Like, no. I, I, I mean, I would never be in a situation to buy a Lexus anyway, but yeah. now I'm just like, hey, Lexus. Yeah. I'm never going to buy anything from you again. Like I, I want forever, right? I love I love Alexis because it's a Toyota, but it's a little bit nicer. So I and I like right. a car that just works. <laughs> but the, the problem with Lexus is not I and mean, that ad sucks, but they just keep stretching them out and they're right. just turning into like look well, it certain look like a loaf of sourdough at a certain point. I'm like, <laughs> you know, if I'm gonna drive a sourdough car, I'm gonna get a fucking car that looks like a piece of sourdough. No, that kind of looks right. like a piece of sourdough. I want the whole right. the fucking whole I want the whole baguette, you know what I mean? Don't forget. Forget about it. I love. I love that. That is you go into a focus group. You go into a focus group, and you're like, you just do the rant you just did. Where you're like, people are like, tell us what you think about Lexus. You go, listen. I see what you guys are doing. I see. I see that you're trying to go for a sourdough loaf, but you're not giving me a whole sourdough. You're only giving me something that kind of looks like a sourdough. If I want a real sourdough, I want the whole baguette. I want a baguette. Uh, they're like, okay, thank you. Uh, uh, uh hey. number 23. Um, <laughs> then, then this is what's going to happen. This is how this shit works. If someone goes, well, we got a lot of feedback about the baguette and then go, all right. And then the creatives get a brief that goes like more about uh, Lexus is like the sourdough of fucking modern cars. And like sourdoughs are in trend right now. And then you see a commercial about a motherfucker building a sourdough loaf. And then at the end of it, it's like Lexus, a car for builders. And you're just like, <laughs> builders and sandwich lovers. You're like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, awesome. it's, it's fucking insane. But um, anyway, so I know we're, we're, we're approaching Joe Rogan time. Um, so we probably need to wrap this up. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, listen, I'm going to end, I'm going to end with uh, a couple statements. I'm going to end with one, Lily, you're a beautiful woman. We're not sexualizing hey, you. Woman. 
Uh, eh, was, you can't say woman. I think you got to. You are a beautiful woman. I'm not trying to sexualize you. Keep doing what you're doing. I, 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 I hope, I wish you well. And I hope the trolls don't get you down. That's what I'm going to say. I hope Keep you, it up. I hope now you take a large sip of milk. Oh, gross. I don't want to. Really creepy. Really creepy. Yeah. I like fucking <laughs> teenagers, man. Like, we need to we need to get our teenage consultants yeah. back on and be like, "Hey, man, what would yeah. you have said to Lily in the comment section of this video?" Remember the context of Reddit is a thirteen-year-old boy popping zits, popping boners, making comments. Right. Like everything yeah. that happens on Reddit is that guy. So you know, right. everything my, on the internet is that guy. The advice I want to leave Lily is this: all you have control over in this life is the energy you put out into the world and the energy that you allow into your space to affect you so what you need to do is put up your boundaries and not allow those people to affect your space because they're going to keep talking about your titties and (laughs) you need to learn you need to learn to rise above it and i'm not saying that it's right but you are in control of how you react to things Mm -hmm. and how you allow people to affect you I like that approach. What do, you, what do you what do you what do you have to say to end our conversation about Lily from AT and T, Freed? Oh well, I, I thought a I think she's wearing <laughs> pleated she's wearing pleated pants, which you know my hate for pleats, and I'm all about chinos. So get some oh, so you're 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 out on Lily. You're like get this, get this girl out of my face. I honestly never I never thought her about her sexually. I just I, she always seemed I, I was more annoyed. <laughs> that they just they keep making these things with her I, but yeah. it never to me it never went sexual uh, the one where she's talking to her coffee mugs with the eyes on them and stuff lately yeah and, and, and they, yeah and then they think it's fucking hilarious and i'm like this is just a whack-ass joke it probably cost three million dollars i'm always just thinking about what they could have done with the money i don't know yeah. Yeah. she never she never became sexual to me for some reason so yeah you could have built an entire documentary about uh, about the fucking effects that Wi-Fi has on our on our genitals. Could have done that, and instead you made a commercial. They could have made a really cool five G conspiracy doc. You know that <laughs> that would I would have been like, wow, this is that's good. A, that's a really funny idea. Actually, is that you use marketing money to make like internet docs to make like <laughs> Plantemic Part Three? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that thing got that thing crushed. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's brand awareness it's right there. It's a lot of clicks. You see at the very end that it's sponsored by AT&T, the whole thing. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, all right. So do we want to hit a couple randoms, close this fella out? I think so. Uh, yeah, first man. I hate. It's an interesting sub if you just want to rant, if you want to get it out of your system. Yeah. But, but, you know, also it's interesting, it, you know, from the anthrop- more than anthropological yeah. perspective, it's interesting to see how and why people are not um, are not receiving ads in the way that we think they could. Yeah. Black, Jake, yeah, I, Black Jake yeah. from State Farm. We see what you're doing, State Farm. Yeah. Like we see I, it. Right? I think it's 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 almost you know when they cut down uh the tree. No, no, here we go. Better example. You know when those guys go up to the uh the Arctic Circle and they pull out those ice tubes and they can see yeah. the layer the layers of time. Mm-hmm. And they go, look, yeah. right here, 17,000 years ago, there was a volcanic ex- eruption. And you go, cool. Commercials kind of are like uh, our snapshot in time of history. Like you can go back to the Playboy in the seventies and look at an ad of like a very swank guy with a mustache, like smoking in his like sunken living room with like humongous speakers. And he's like, 
you guys like to rape women? Me too. Yeah. Part, part of it. And you're like, yeah, that was that was like what was going on and during the time. Now it's like woke culture, sensitivity, emotional. Blah. Yeah. Uh, and that's what's going on now. And in 10 years, there'll be some other shit. So I think this sub, there's right. so much going on. It's a fun place to complain, yeah. but also it's a fun it place is. to sort of like yeah. see where we are in society right. at yeah. any given well, time. And you and, get and again, what you put into it. Because right. I think too, like to your point, uh, dad, sciatic king, you can, you can come here just to rant sometimes too. Like sometimes right. I don't even want to get into the discussion part. I will just post a picture of, or a video of the like DoorDash commercial with that rap. That's like, catch a churry, chimichurri, jujubububub. And I'll just be like, fucking hate this commercial. And there'll be like seven people who are like me too. You're like, you're my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will say the one commercial, if we're talking about DoorDash, I don't think it's a DoorDash. I think it's Postmates. Um, the, there are commercials right now that are like, when when the only thing you can hamburger is, I'm kind of like, that's pretty clever. That's, I, I like get those. it. Those are pretty good. Pretty good writing. You yeah. know? Oh, when, um, when the person's only thinking about the food. Yeah, those are... Yeah. They are good because you get sucked, you get tricked every time a little bit, and you're like, "I'm getting yeah, tricked," exactly. and I know it, and yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's just like a good, it's a good plot line. But um, just throw right, that so out to Alexis people. if anybody wants a couple of hot scripts about a, a car that is actually a sourdough loaf. Uh, we are veils. <laughs> uh, if you want, if you want sourdough specific scripts yep. for cars. <laughs> that's something we and only we can do for you. So and if you have edits, fuck off. Fuck right yeah, off. yeah, it, yeah. Our 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 uh, take is always uh, fuck off to your notes. Yeah. We are the kids here. <laughs> off to your notes. We will All right. So a couple randoms to close this fella out. Um, oh yeah. Randoms. Random petty, petty revenge, which I feel like this is like right up your alley, Freed. I feel like oh. you're the kind of person who 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 like <laughs> seeks the opportunity to commit petty revenge. I love um, it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I like revenge that doesn't affect anybody. That's my kind of revenge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a few. There's a. I just saw the word "run over the curb" and I thought it said "run over the crab." So I'm just going to read this one. The uh, <laughs> lady almost hit the front of my car trying to pull into a parking spot, and I was turning into it, so I just sat there. So I'm at Costco in need of dog food, and it's ridiculously busy for a Monday. Barely any parking lots or spots until I spot one over at the end of the lot. I make my way down the aisle, and I'm about to out the aisle. I'm about to turn into the parking spot when a lady runs over the curb and almost hits me to take the spot. Mm. Thankfully, I tapped my brakes in time or we would have taken over my bumper or taken off my bumper. I look up and she's shaking her head and wagging her finger in a no motion at me. WTF. I was like, okay, I'll just wait for her to back up since I'm obviously turning into her spot, into the spot. She doesn't. My girlfriend is with me and was pissed that the lady wasn't budging. I gave her my Costco card and just sat in the aisle on the face off with the lady. She goes inside, gets the dog food. Comes back out, loads up in the car, and then pushes the car into the spot where, oh, that's, ooh, ooh, oh, chef's kiss. That's a beautiful, beautiful piece of petty revenge. Um, and pushes the cart uh, into the spot where we were waiting and hops into the car. The look on the woman's face was enough to give me satisfaction for a week. She had to get out and move the cart so that she could park once I reversed through the entire aisle. So worth it. Oh, love it. That was actually very satisfying. Like reading I that, like, like this. Part, yeah, uh, Eddie Revenge. These are good stories. Big, like big sub too. All right, Doggus. Dog. Uh, so I found this one. Things Whoa. cut in half. Porn. Cool. Wow. Pretty cool, right? Let's porn go to the- cut 
half things. <laughs> so it's all these like things cut in half. Corn. I love it. Right. Steel wow. inside a rubber bullet. Love that. Damn. This is what uh, geologists see after shoveling snow. Yes. Oh my God. We were just talking about we were this. Just talking about this. Get the fluff out of here. What Check were we saying? Oh, we how, how the like, snowpack is a good uh, snapshot in time, just like commercials are. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. This, is, totally. this is the analogy. Ah. Early plow deposit, professional <laughs> way, pizza delivery. A little Guinness <laughs> firecracker, somebody hawked a lug. Fawn yeah. over wings, tauntaun. These are great. Cool. Love it. <laughs> hey, this is fun. I mean, half porn is kind of a cool, that's like a simple. Like simple thing, right? Cut things in yeah. half, kind of nice. Kind of fun. Um, I like it. Um, That's cool. This is this definitely got... feeds into the, like the current cake phenomenon, where people make a cake look like a bug. Oh right? yeah, it's a big thing. Big thing. I think going people on right who now. bake are uh, psychos, and they're <laughs> creeps. And, Freaky. and I'm not interested. Yeah, uh, which bakers. is why, you're, which is why you're like anti Lexus car as well, because you're like that reminds me of people that bake. People that bake are psychotic. <laughs> I'm out. It's mostly um, because baking's way too hard. And so I've that's now I hate that's it. Fair. That's yeah. fair enough. All right. What do you what do you got, Freed? You got any goods? Yeah, just I the movie suggestions is the is the title of the sub, which which initially I was like, this is boring. But then I was like, you know what? I, I'm sort of at the edge of what of streaming new things, and I'm gonna spend right. some time here and sort of See if anybody has some good suggestors for uh, a new hot movie for me. And Ooh, speaking like of which, it. Borat is out. I started it last night. Very I funny. It last night. It's, um, I mean, Borat is just like such a. I mean, what I was what I was noticing is it had a little bit of like Adam Sandler effect on me, where I was just like, oh, I remember when this was funny. Um, but then, however, I mean, there are good funny moments, mm-hmm. but there it's also like the thing that's always exciting about Borat or any of his movies is you're just like, dude, how do you have the courage yes. to do that thing that you're doing that is so fucking like dangerous and whatever, like the, the shit yeah, with Rudy Giuliani. I'm just like, <laughs> wow. Like I can't I know. believe what did you do with Rudy? Oh, that's, this is the big drama. Oh, it's a big thing. You gotta, you gotta watch it dog. I'm not gonna, all I'm right. not gonna blow the plot Woo! plot blowing, you know? Woo! Um, all right. So, as we close this one out, as the closing part of this, I'm going to play the tiny house commercial, which I found yes. to play on the sub. But because of that, I'm going to say this is Did You Read, a weekly podcast about the internet by way of read at the front page of the internet. My name is It's Your Dad. I'm Darwin. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> My free day. I'm going to leave that in there. People get it. Um, we'll be back next week. We also have some in- potentially exciting news that we're going to Maybe now it's in the next couple of weeks. So we're um, trying to trying to work out some of the details. Um, we uh, we are uh, we signed an agreement with uh, fucking um, Universal Music. We're 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 signed. We got a record deal. We're doing. Um, let's, I don't. Yeah, let's drop that info next week. But yeah, we we okay. are uh, joining a podcast network, guys. Which we means are we are going to get fucking rich and forget about all you poor losers. <laughs> yeah. Woo! So, Delphia, Casey Knight, fucking snooze you later, you fucking Hello, losers. Um, no, Expect thank you to all of our, more our, swords. our fans. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we'll probably talk a little bit about that next week. Um, 
because we've been working hard trying to figure out how to grow this thing since we know we've been like waning and waxing and waning and waxing or whatever the other direction is. But anyway, um, like, subscribe, tell your friends, all that jazz. Um, buy a Lexus. Um, <laughs> say, you know, give 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 uh, your thoughts and prayers for Lily. Yeah. Um, and whatever. Lily. Go Stop dox your haters. Go dox your haters. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is the this is the greatest commercial ever made. We will see you guys later. The marriage was built to last. You are so awesome. But the house was built too small. This is kind of awesome. How long are we here? For one year, sparks will fly. This is not awesome. I just want to make an omelet. Oh, are you kidding me? The drama will be real, but it won't save you any money on car insurance. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Why haven't you called Geico? Uh, <laughs> greatest commercial ever made. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.